0: But yesterday, I was—we were like fully, fully relaxing mode, and Camille walked in to find me completely pantsless in the bedroom, eating a hamburger and making songs on GarageBand. Oh
1: God, that is like the dream. <laughs> that's like truly so nice.
2: Oh, that's great.
1: What uh, what song did you make?
0: Um, uh, it's called. Uh, uh, let's see let's see if I I've got it all recorded
1: you don't even know the type of song
0: well I I know that I don't yeah I don't remember it I don't remember the lyrics that I was singing you were singing it's not just like beats it was beats and lyrics well not like sing, sing it, but like lyrics as beats you know what I mean you get it Oh it's called I'll be your dancing hall, baby. It went. Here I'll send it
2: to you. Oh maybe I can dance baby. It's kinda like i I'll be your dancing
1: hall, baby.
0: I'll be your dancing hall, baby. I'll be your dancing hall, baby.
1: I'll be your dancing hall, baby i'll be your dancing hole baby i'll be your dancing hole baby oh my See, you god got it. oh yeah uh, i'm already vibing
0: It's like a ear it's 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 in, in you how do i say how, how do i play this for you
1: Hello and welcome to Bundle Buddies, oh <laughs> baby! Uh, welcome to Bundle Buddies. It's the podcast where we play indie games from itch.io and elsewhere. My name is Alex Honnett, and my name is Eric Taylor Roth, and our silent producer is Matthew Haddock. Although not so silent today, because he's joining us for the episode, uh we were inspired to play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality and it was launched in June 2020. Raised over eight million dollars for charitable causes. We now play through that bundle, other bundles, and other games to celebrate the spirit of indie gaming and social justice. This is episode seventy-one. We have played two hundred of the three thousand five hundred fifty-one games in our bundles, and we promise to play all of them. Thank you for joining us hey! today. Two hundred games. Two hundred games. Two hundred games. Two hundred games. This is this quite is fucking easy, dude. Like any people who are out there doubting us are just idiots. We're gonna we're gonna play. 3600 videos. No question. It's no there's no question and whatever we add on in the meantime. It's we're we're fucking chugging along. This shit's baby mode, dude. Goo <laughs> <laughs> goo gaga motherfucker. Goo gaga episode 71. This... 271? How about 200 and 200? That's tough. What? what didn't make a, a lick of sense what, what I What the
0: hell said. happened? What the hell? What the, the
1: hell, hell happened? I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a stop to whatever that was. What did you guys think of our uh, the episode with our wives? Let us know. <laughs> I thought it was so fun. It was funny. Yeah, what'd you all think? You think our wives listened to it, Eric? I bet they didn't. No, not There's at no all. way.
0: Not at all. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. But while we were playing one of the games, this this week for this week's pod camille said oh is that for the podcast and It's like i've been doing this for two years <laughs> yes
1: that's the first time she's asked about it yeah. she's in she's in she knows what's going on all we had to do is welcome into our world and now it's so much what a more pleasant life we have yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, this week we're celebrating 200 games you got to celebrate the wins folks Uh, It's me, Eric, and Matt chopping it up, just chatting about the podcast games we like to play, all kinds of stuff. We get a little bit deep and analytical. Um, If I remember correctly, me and Eric are also uh, incredibly hungover from the night before. (laughs) (laughs) So get ready for a sort of, you know, chill, laid back, like 75% energy episode of Bundle Bundle.
0: Are you stuck in traffic? Are you? Do you have a job where you like sit in an office? Are you, and... are you hungover? Are you hungover? <laughs> That's the perfect way to match the vibe with the vibe right now. Are you gonna get? Are you getting drunk? Because there might be a little bit of good advice in uh, in our podcast.
1: Yeah, Don't. if you are, if you've cracked your first beer, you're not sort of in full party mode yet, but you want to like listen to it as you drink that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds kind of great. That's fun. We should do a drinking game episode. Oh shit, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to. You you you're not allowed there's no, to. There's no uh, no law that dog can't do podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Our cause this week is literally any abortion fund in the United States. So. Yeah. We'll plug some in our thing, but the more I read the news, the grimmer and more insane everything is, and it's so completely, like, absolutely fucked. It's yeah. it's just insane. Um, so uh, donate to an abortion fund because uh, yeah. that's a, literally the only fucking thing we can do right now. Jesus. Um, yeah, send us proof, and we'll shout you on the podcast, and we'll call you a hero because you are one. Yeah, it's dire. And I really um, don't have anything else to contribute no, to that. Let's, <laughs> let's take this energy, and then you can hear us be bummed out now and then low energy in a second. It's a, This is a great episode of Bundle. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it uh, uh, beforehand. This is a, <laughs> this I, is I a think a I think we're getting episode. really good at this. <laughs> oh, no, you can't say it. That, that jinxes it.
2: Um, all let's right, get into the show. show. I, mean, I can't do this for too long. I'm gonna throw up. What? All
0: right, so Matt, what do you, what? Tell the listeners what you're inside of.
2: Yeah, tell tell the I, listeners what the fuck you're
1: doing because they can't see your ass.
2: I'm uh I'm wearing a Oculus Quest II goggles for the podcast uh to to see my friends in in virtual reality. And this is and it's pretty cool.
0: Would you say that you're one of Mark Zuckerberg's biggest fans?
2: I just think that Mark Zuckerberg has a lot of good ideas and a, <laughs> a true vision for the future.
1: There's <laughs> more than I, um, I can say for the rest of this freaking country. That's true. Yeah.
2: Are you so? Let me in, tell you.
0: So right now, are you going like shopping at Target?
2: I'm actually. Uh, I'm at a. I'm at a water park right now. <laughs> Whoa! With my family. <laughs> so it's a little distracting. It's a little weird. But, uh, yeah, no, it's fine. I-, I can take a break from my vacation to uh, to do a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it feels not- like uh, – do you guys ever see
1: Severance?
0: I watched the pilot, and uh, I'm going to watch more of it. I've it's heard really it's good. good. I've heard it's really good. It's That's one of those shows where I feel like lately there's a lot of shows where the first three episodes are good, and people are like, oh, I'm watching, like, this show yellow jackets and you're like cool and you watch the first three episodes and then like nobody talks about it ever again and severance oh is- man I, that people, one-
1: people were fucking i know you're like anti-yellow jackets i'm not
0: anti-yellow jackets i
2: just wanted- no no mattis, oh, mattis. Okay. i hate it i thought it got so bad it had such promise and then it just completely shit the bed in my opinion
0: but my humble a- opinion severance but to each their own where everybody is like oh no you gotta watch it all like there's that's how you know you're like, oh, okay, now I have to, like, actually watch all of this this show. It's not just like, right. oh, this, right. like, really cool premise. Like, I, I just started watching this really cool premise show. Anyway. Anyway, that's, that's, look. Look, we have to talk about, we have to try to fill 30 minutes of video game <laughs> talk. One of you has a fucking Oculus Rift on. Alex, I can't even speak. You know, I'm,
1: I'm.
2: I know. I'm, I'm real. Matt's seeing extra for both of us because my webcam <laughs> broke. So I'm, I'm just... locked into using this because my headphones are attached to the Oculus and I can't change them. And, and <laughs> it's it's,
0: <laughs> it's, it's I really disconcerting. <laughs> No, absolutely
2: disconcerting <laughs> to be- Wow, so what a great idea it. from
1: Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I mean? Like, that guy- uh,
2: I can turn my camera. I'm just going to put my camera away so you don't no, see me. No, really no, no. This,
0: but... No, no, no. Okay.
2: I want to see- This is the future.
1: <laughs> Guys. Guys. Okay. Welcome is, to the freaking metaverse. This
0: is the 200 <laughs> games. We've played 200 video games. Welcome to- Hang
1: on. Let's me. Let me, let's do it some- Because uh, it's the 200 game- Gala event celebration! You gotta imagine when those old timey floodlights panning outside of Grom's, Grom's Chinese Theater oh. as we walk the red carpet. Look who's here. Look over there. It's the hedgehog from the game we played. What was it? What was the Danny Mullins game with the hedgehog in it? Hex. The Hex. The Hedgehog from the Hex. Oh, and of cool. course, Super weasel the kid. Skeleton from Skeletress. Welcome. Uh-huh. Demon <laughs> Truck from Demon Truck. It's incredible. Oh my God. Alex prepared Is this that... thing. <laughs> oh my God. Totally Is that the Rogue from Slice and Dice? <laughs> 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 wow! Well, Don't I... stop now. It's the teddy bear on the roof from Bazook Crash. Oh my God, Bazookrash Crash! Bazoo crash, baby. Is that
0: the one with the, the like weird dreamy like fish? Yeah,
1: yeah. It was
0: and the bolero playing shooting. and shooting. <laughs>
1: bolero playing as you blew things up with bazookas. From a, a thing, Matt, it, it, you look insane right now. You look like, a <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> you look like
2: I don't want to do this anymore. What you? I can't believe I have to. <laughs> um, this
0: is a great idea, Gonzo. What a great metaphor. I want to keep podcast, going. Right? Uh, what about here? Come the here come the skaper. The here oh, comes yeah, bird. Uh, Look at that, Matt. Just wanted to jump in, but he looks like a psychopath. <laughs>
1: It's the dad like and daughter, daughter like from a Order owner. a Pizza, a visual novel.
0: I actually never I never got to play Order a Pizza. I mean, I I oh, I I've, I've yeah, right. I had plenty of opportunities to play Order a Pizza. I never did it. Sorry.
1: That's a that's that's a fun one.
0: That's uh that's a fun one. Are there Okay, what are what are some memories,
1: Alex? What are some memories from 200 games? I mean, we've played games. so many. I still, I mean, I mean
0: I, Gunducky Industries definitely like an
1: you know, early, early, early
0: an early kind of uh, sign of what was to come.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was in what, in what,
0: it was in what way? Okay. Yeah. So, Matt, this was prior to your involvement in the podcast, but um, Gunducky Industries was like, you know, a weird attempt at like a Star Fox 64 kind of game. Where the
1: contr- yeah, this guy tried making a game. He that was his whole thing.
0: I, yeah, sorry, you're right. Alex is. I'm not trying to like raz on this game, but it was. It was. No,
1: no, no. I, I think your point was well taken. He was trying to make a Star Fox thing, and he accidentally made a game so unbalanced and strange that it was kind of poetic and beautiful.
0: <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh, like interesting. A true like <laughs> surrealist uh, like nightmare. There's a point where like a hundred rubber ducks are like shooting balls at you and you just cannot fly this thing it was it was it was wild it was so cool Um,
1: the first episode is pretty tough and then the second level is impossible like you just can't (laughs) the difficulty spike is (laughs) just like
0: immediately running into walls like the like (laughs) introducing turning in that game was uh yeah i don't know maybe you know i guess it's hard to Maybe at some point it's really hard to to test out your your game, uh, you know.
1: I think that game was a test, but the, the the best was the bio, like on the page. It was like, I don't know, I made this game a long time ago, and like one person said they liked it on Steam, so I, I took it, I put it back out again. Yeah, I took it down and then put it, like, like, it back up.
2: We should we should find that guy and talk to him. What what was going through his brain when he making Ducky Industries, <laughs> and how does he feel about it now? He's a listener Ben ducky. Is he really? Is he really? Yeah.
1: I I have no idea. I hope not. The <laughs>
2: game <laughs> um, made us psychotic. I
0: right.
2: that. We don't have the
1: luxury of blaming that game anymore. Now we're just psychotic.
0: <laughs> it's true. We've played some fun ones. I've definitely my opinion, a lot of really fun my, my opinion on um, more experimental games has definitely shifted. Uh, so I, you know, I enjoy games that I don't think I would have initially called a game before.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the I think the 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 spirit of the podcast seeped into your bones. You know what I mean? We that's are true. intrepid explorers of the digital space. I mean, that's literally jacked in the mainframe right now. <laughs> you know? Is our regular lawnmower man? I, I mean, I'm waving. It's it interesting. He, you say she's solving pod crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sp- uh, SVU, or no, it would be Law and Order: Pod Crimes Edition. Pod crimes. <laughs> um, DCD. Your your um, point your point Eric though is interesting because I, I do. I first of all, we've been doing this podcast for what like almost two years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're coming up on 2 years. It's May right now. I think the bundle came out in June and we probably we started recording like end of July 2020. Yeah. So that's it's almost 2 years of bundle buddies. We played 200 games and when you say like what are some games you remember? I was like, "Oh shit, like
0: nothing. Nothing what, came what, from what mind. Does,
1: Well, no, what does <laughs> like stand out in my head? Of, like which experiences like really really stuck with me? Um, potato thriller was definitely one. If we're talking about Just like bizarre wild games,
0: experiences. yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. That was wild. That game Jimmy was- and the pulsating mass. Another one, oh, you know, yeah, from way back when.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, like a fun little
1: JRPG.
0: That's
2: yeah. Little that one was, on was really cool.
1: Matt, you'd like that one. It's like earthbound.
2: Well, I, I wonder too, like you, the more games you play, the more you sort of feel like I don't know. There's it, there's no reason not to try something new, and it's like sort of, it's not about creating this perfectly polished product that you know plays really well, but sort of throwing ideas at the wall and seeing what sticks. Definitely. Or no, yeah, I I, 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 I kind of feel that <laughs> just having played with few but I actually, well,
0: okay, yeah, maybe I don't know. I there's that game that we played. Uh, I don't remember the name of it immediately, but it was the memories of his like grandfather's hometown. You, like from a like a month or two ago uh and yeah sort of oh yeah yeah and, mm-hmm. um and that game i guess you're right is like is that you know somebody kind of really playing with um the idea of game as like virtual space and game as memory and um the ways in which memory Promisa. Promisa. a very yes. cool game a, a, like a you know but an ex- a very good example of what you're talking about i think matt where right. whereas there's others where people are trying to people are experimenting with kind of formats that i feel like are pretty rote like i'm i think i started one of the first episodes that we did together um with you matt had that game um skull smasher 2 do you remember that oh yeah yeah and I think totally. I really liked that game when we first played it. And I don't know if I would enjoy it in the same way now, because it's like, Oh, another platformer. And I, I you know, I've probably, I, I know that I have tolerances that have been kind of, that are sort of at their peak with certain genres of games.
2: Just because you see such a deluge of them represented yeah, I, in the, I've encountered the a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
2: yeah, it's interesting no, but...
1: we talk about it a lot eric has gotten less critical and i've gotten more critical that's funny Is is the way that it's i think sort of played out a little bit
0: well it is didn't... that now there
1: are times when eric is the voice of reason and i'm like nah I, this freaking think a lot <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think yeah well you definitely which is you know i'm i'm glad that my like cynical irritability has rubbed off on you that seems like a really healthy Thing to sort of put out into the world. Um,
1: <laughs> it was interesting. What I was, what we, I went to uh, last night. I saw Eric earlier in the day. We, we, he came and saw an improv show that I produced, which was very nice of him. And I'm going to thank him publicly on the podcast for posterity. Thank you for attending. Wow, old dog. Hooray! You know what, man?
0: I went podcast. to that show and I was like, you know what? The best part about this is going to be is all of us are going to go to a bar afterwards and we're going to hang out and have a few drinks. And then you recommended a Thai restaurant where we walked in, and we were like, "Oh, could we do like separate checks?" You know, we got friends coming, and they were like, "Absolutely not." You walked in, you sat down for two minutes, and then you left.
1: <laughs> Alex, I had a feeling that was he was going to roast me like this, and he's this... right too. <laughs> it was like so last night, but here this this goes on because last night I went to the reason I didn't I couldn't hang out was because I uh, our friends. Uh, Lexi and Sandra invited us to a uh, event that was it was like a cultural event that was being put on by the L A Phil L A Phil is what it's called which I think is the L A Philharmonic but like that feel it feels weird they're putting on like a cultural event yeah but it's all about Gen X uh-huh. and I was like Gen X interesting and we went to this thing and it was it was a, a play it was called Queer Utopias and it's all about people in Los Angeles queer people in other parts of the the, like the Southern California, like going to LA to go to like nightclubs or traveling, commuting like long hours to go there. And they had these performances by these different people. And they read some essays. There were some performance artists, all this stuff. And I was like, holy shit. I think Eric is actually just my Gen X friend. Like that's the <laughs> oh. kind of cynicism, but also like uh passion and embrace of like art and like the authentic that uh, I only get from Eric Roth. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. Yeah,
0: I was. A, I was definitely. A, I was one of those kids who like really loved Gen X when I was like, you know, eight. I
2: like, can. I, oh yeah, you, you know. wear a lot of flannel. You wear a lot of plaid. That's true. Yeah, you know, you're you're definitely. I I see that for sure. You've got like a like an attitude about uh like authorities about everything. <laughs> He's the dude. Were you uh, What was the what was the term for a latchkey a latch kid? Kid. Were, were you a latchkey kid? I um
0: so I guess sometimes, I don't know, because my my dad, both of my parents worked and uh, but my dad owned the gymnastics school. So I would go to a lot of Classic the gymnastics
1: profession right I, there. Yeah, a, lot
0: of, a lot of times I would just go to the gymnastics school and just sort of like hang out um, but uh, they you know I would I would get locked out anytime I would lose my key all the fucking time, <laughs> so my parents were like we can't just Eric goes home without a key and just hangs out in the backyard until we come home. I learned that I struggle <laughs> because I just had to sit in the backyard for three hours once, and I found golf balls.
1: I was, mean, it was a little, feels, you know, that, this that, kind feels of- a fucking, that feels like a boomer thing to do to be totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got, I was locked outside of my house. I, I didn't sit around moping of- all afternoon. I taught myself how to juggle. <laughs> my parents
0: were definitely like, uh, it's Saturday. Please leave the house and come back at like when the sun starts to go down kind
1: of people. So you just walk around pitching cinder blocks into cars on freeways, just
0: like walking around Chicago causing trouble.
1: Classic.
2: I've got to say, uh, Eric, the way that you're just laying down on the couch, listener, Eric was kind of laying on his back, looking up wistfully. And I I really felt like we were having a little therapy session for (laughs) for, uh, a man in repose.
0: I'm in Matt's mind right now. He's having a full <laughs> virtual experience of me hung over in the
1: living room.
0: <laughs> he can smell me. And it's just like my body's voice.
1: So it's Matt is Eric's therapist and I'm his like id or ego. Like communicated to him from the ether.
0: He's, he's experiencing yeah, Alex is, it as it's- like a jack in the beanstalk. He's Jack. I'm a giant, so as he turns his head, he pans my entire body.
2: Oh my God. Yeah, I'm in the middle of like a nebula right now with like a giant computer screen in front of me, like a 300 foot screen. And half of it is like a black void, that's Alex. And the other half is a man waxing nostalgic about learning how to juggle. Uh, this is the future this is mark
0: zuckerberg's future oh man i'll gladly be your gen x friend that's really funny alex (laughs)
1: I'll gladly be your friend that invites you to improv shows and then bails (laughs) afterwards. (laughs) When you started that story? I knew it was going that direction, but I was just sort of hoping you'd be like, "I thought my favorite part was going to be us all hanging out at the bar afterwards." But my favorite part was, you know what, the
2: show was so great. (laughs) I was like, I was going to be like, "Wow, that's so good! I'm glad I worked really hard on that." It was fun. That is how you prompted that story. Yeah, (laughs) 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 I I had this amazing feeling. That Um. was good, but then. I was shocked. I was like, Eric loves improv. I, you know, it, it's funny
0: because I was there and everybody was like, oh, are you going to play? And I was like, no, no one invited me. I think if you say I hate improv enough, your friends start to listen <laughs> to you.
1: <laughs> every year, every month, uh, Brian's like, "He want to invite Eric? And I'm like, no, he hates improv. <laughs> and,
0: sort
1: of and We move on with our day. <laughs> I'll do it. It's I'll incredible. play.
0: I want to play now. Can I play?
1: Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. Uh, you'll play when Matt plays. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: I'm trying to get on that stage. <laughs> yeah. Matt, if you can Los Angeles, <laughs> I'll let you play Wild Dogs versus Wild Dogs. The <laughs> VR. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> He's been training asking yeah, for I'm... a suggestion in <laughs> virtual reality.
1: You know what, there Matt? There is uh, uh, Animal Collective is playing the Greek theater at some point this summer. You should come down for
2: that. That'd be fun. Oh, that's a great idea, actually. What day is that? Let's look that up and let's get it on the calendar. Let's get it on the cow. Let's do it. <laughs> Everything I say, you're not going to be able to take me seriously at all. This episode, I, I'm taking. Uh,
1: I'm taking you very, very seriously. Um, no, but I.
0: So at the beginning of the podcast, Alex, you had this very, um, very ideal, like idealistic idea of experiences, right? Which w- was that to just to, to experience new things had value in itself. Where where What is your opinion on that concept right now?
1: Well, I will say two things. The first is that we make a lot of jokes on the podcast about having played sort of like, not maybe not bad games, but amateurish games or like games that are not polished, you mm-hmm. know, and like make you like, oh, we put so many things. But when it comes down to it, I don't think we played many games that I got absolutely nothing out of or that made me like really angry. I think maybe my tolerance for the that conceptually has been a little tested because the reality of playing so many games is that it does start to feel like a little bit more of a chore. Yeah. And so as opposed to having this incredible library of Alexandria of pure potential that, you know, uh, conceptually appeals to me so much, The actual nitty gritty of every week waking up and playing three games, you know, and you don't even like some of them just wears on you a little bit. And so if there's not something you respond to or if it feels a little bit less than polished, it's not the game's fault that like you have a little bit of fatigue, you know, dealing with the stuff uh, now at this point. So I got to say that for all the shit we talk about how. You know, we play this, like, we we have this, like, weird gaming podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately, I get a lot out of every week and all the games we play, and I definitely have evolved, or I guess my tastes have evolved and changed in a much more... Like I, I just have a better understanding of what it is about games that I like mm, uh, or the games yeah. that I like and what what they do about them because we've played such a wide scope of other kinds of games that stimulate my brain in different kinds of ways. So as whereas before it's like I couldn't name what it was about Civilization or XCOM or something like that that really gets me going. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, it is specifically just that shit hacks my brain in exactly the way I like. Yeah, And like when I play that, like I completely destroy – like, it's complete, su- like, sublimation of self. Mm. Like, I am, n- th- there's no difference between me and the game. I'm sort of experiencing it like, Max, uh, like Matt is experiencing the, this episode right now. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Complete Pure eradication immersion. of self. Pure <laughs> immersion. No distance between himself and that.
2: Um, Matt has wet himself. <laughs> yeah. I know I haven't. <laughs> I, not in the not in not in reality. Not in <laughs> his reality. <laughs> um, so, um. so I guess it's just to
1: say, like, my feeling of it has certainly been tested, Eric. Like, mm. I, I don't necessarily like have the warm and fuzzy feelings for everything the way I sort of thought I might when I started. But I don't think it's the game's fault. I just think it's the the act of doing this podcast. Well, you know? and also like, I think
0: the the act of Forcing yourself to talk about each one of these games starts to codify opinion. Right? Like right. simply speaking about them, you're gonna develop right. It's like your your taste and the the thing that comes along with taste, which is yeah, it's it's like you're slowly becoming a snob, uh, like me, like your Gen <laughs> X friend. Eric, but that's not, but that's just, that's, that comes from the experience of, of truly looking at things and not just, um, not just letting them wash over you, I think, but maybe I'm,
2: yeah.
1: Maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm
0: wrong. Well,
2: this whole exercise to me, like the more that I've kind of done it alongside you guys, I found that it's almost like a, like an academic workshop or something. <laughs> and I feel like we've been in this academic workshop for a long time and we're sort of like reviewing, this portfolio of games that like people have submitted for their projects or whatever. And the thing that has been a challenge for me, and I think it's the whole podcast has been sort of an exercise in figuring this out, but it's like, what is the the rubric exactly? If the rubric is like just our taste, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. do we like it? <laughs> like it's going to, that rubric is going to flex and change and like fold in on itself countless times. Right. Because as players and people who appreciate games are learning more about games and learning more about, like, very specific vocabulary and, like, new vocabulary. I feel like whenever you're talking about experimental stuff, you're having to, you know, mash words together that previously weren't or learn some new term. And I don't know. I just feel like it's um, it's a very – it's an evolving thing. Like, this whole th- – it's inherently evolving because – the i don't know has anyone else played all 900 of these games i don't know you know it's like has anybody else like explored such a variety i'm sure i don't think that we're like doing something that (laughs) crazy it's
1: true we are just playing video games we're not like you know
2: but i I hear you saying that
1: i I, well when you sort of break it down it's like okay we've been doing this for almost two years in that time frame we played 200 games like is that yeah a lot of games compared to like what most people will play video game consumption wise in like two years. It's like, yeah, probably, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, And, and also people normally don't, aren't just given games they wouldn't normally play. And I think that's the piece that is (laughs) really interesting because people, you know, you see, you go on like steam and look at the early access games and see people who are like willing to try things out. Like, I imagine there there's a large community of people who are like want to be on the cutting edge of something, but even they are like searching for something that speaks to their their what they're they're already interested in. Whereas yeah. I feel like just being given a game that randomly forces you to, you know, be thoughtful in. in I don't know I keep saying in like in sort of an academic way, in a way mm-hmm. where you're 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 looking at texts and you're trying to understand the context and the decisions made by the creator in a way that sort of goes beyond just like the amusement that, you know, yeah. You well, there's also, creating. I
0: mean, like promise is, is I think a really good, right. That's the, the name of the game that we were talking about. The
1: promise Promisa.
0: Promisa. um, is a great, it's about
1: Argentina, right? So it's Spanish. Got
0: it. Got it. Yes. You're right. Um, it it's cool because that is definitely a game, a genre of game I would never have tried, and it uh, furthers it like an artistic quality in games that I don't search out, and that makes it so much more memorable to me. That's it, which is almost the pro, like you know your promise, Alex, which is just like. Just try to experience things and and take them at their value, and sometimes I can't do that, and it's frustrating and it's uh an aggravating experience, but then, yeah, there's these little gems that pop up, and they're definitely not things I would be searching out like today we played a we i these games that we played are pretty much like up my alley, right like if I was gonna search yeah. out games, it would probably be the three that we just played for today and and that is a memorable experience in itself right finding something that is a diamond in the rough that's tailor made for you and then finding something that is absolutely outside of you know what you think of as your taste and being um delighted by that is uh, i mean that makes the that makes playing through the 200 game that makes the project and the exhaustion sort of worth it doesn't it
1: yes i think that my favorite thing is when I pick up a game that I have never heard of and, uh, enjoy it, not just on a, Oh, this is a pretty good game level, but like it actually like truly resonates with me, Mm. which is what happened in the game. I finished this week, not the ones I've been playing, but I basically like a couple of uh, weeks ago when we played Wander song, I stuck with it and I've been playing it for like half hour to an hour stints every now and then like a normal person would. Mm -hmm. And, um, just finished it and it was just like completely blown away by the ending is it like really good way that, oh my god it is such a good like you know it's incredibly sentimental is the one thing i will say and that was one of the things about that game in general which for an irony poison gen x person it might not really resonate with you <laughs> but like as a sincere millennial you know like that's that shit really really appeals to me um, so it, 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 like I cried, you know, like oh. I was just totally moved. Uh, it's like a lovely little game, wow. but I had no idea. I would never would have played that game. You know, had it not been for this podcast. Yeah. Um, and even when I like saw it, it was sort of like a little put off, I was like the art looks interesting, but like also kind of like annoying, you know, and then you pick it up and it's, it was a game experience unlike something I've ever played before. Like it really, codifies a a worldview that I th- like uh, an approach to kindness that isn't just like kindness for kindness's sake, but like mm. embraces what's wrong with the world and really like looks at that and then tries to figure out like how to maintain your, th- that kind of like attitude. Um, and it's like, right. I didn't expect to get that out of this like cute little game that we played one week for the freaking podcast yeah. and like, it was just uh, like an, uh, an experience playing a game that I'll never forget, and that sort of stuff. I, I think it happens from time to time on on the show, and I, I really love it for that.
0: I, that sounds like right, yeah. great. Yeah, that sounds like a great. great like, segue to the next segue time. moment? Unless Matt, Let's you have to something do it. more profound than whatever the fuck that was.
2: No, I mean that was that was summed up. That's kind of that's beautiful. it, baby. That's discovery. That's the that's, project, that's, baby. That's, <laughs> that's discovery. That's why we do the work.
1: <laughs> That's
0: why we do Intrepid the work. Intrepid explorers, Just our fucking fingers I'm saying... bleeding from playing these video games. No more our video games, crying. Alex. No more video you're games. Eat you're playing video games. Eat your slop. Yeah, he's yeah, trapped in a virtual reality where he's being forced <laughs> to play video games. So I played like games, games for,
2: for three thousand. <laughs> three weeks straight, my hands were bleeding. I felt the sickness consume me, but then I found it a beautiful game. Wander Song touched me on levels previously unfelt.
1: Well, that's why I do the work. You've, you've distilled my speech now into a sort of beautiful character. <laughs> We're starting with uh, we. So we played three games this week. We allowed ourselves for the two hundred game gala. Uh, to pick uh, the games that we wanted to play this week and we all picked games from the ukrainian bundle which is interesting so why don't we start with they bleed pixels from spooky squid games Games. a action 2d cult classic difficult fat uh, fat paced fast paced hack and slash horror
0: game sorry
1: supernatural uh pixel art game uh as an anonymous student of the Lafcario Academy for troubled young ladies, you must battle through your nightmares to defeat a curse that's slowly transforming your body into a clawed demonic form. They be they they bleed pixels. Balance is a perfect mix of fast paced acrobatic platforming and fierce one button slash em combat. By suppressing your urge to button mash in favor of focusing on stylish and smart kills, you're rewarded with checkpoints and you can choose when to place for safety, or try your luck by holding onto them for extra bonus points. Ooh.
2: Um it's Matt, a- had you heard of this game? No, I had not heard of this game, and I was very surprised by it. Very pleasantly surprised by it.
0: Celeste with fighting, which is (laughs) awesome.
2: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, that's and like great fighting too. Like the thing that really stuck out to me with this game was the the combo system. You Mm. know, I thought thought it was just like so, like every encounter felt like it was fun, and you know, got pretty challenging too. So I don't know. Like it's the game. Like it it prides itself on being a one-button game. That's what it's, it did. But, like, I don't think it was a very, very one-button game.
0: Well, the, it's it like, like the fighting well, well, mechanic uh, is one, one button. The, one action. Like yeah, I
2: guess so. Yeah, the, okay, there you go. Yeah. But um, I love it, just, like, the timing of it. And uh, whenever there's a game with, like, a an uppercut or a kick mechanic that, like, sends the character into the air. And then you can jump. Um, up, like, do you guys remember the game just, Yeah, Onimusha?
0: Oh, fuck yes. Oh my yes. God. Onimusha, like that, the original, like, it's like, that was like Ode, original PlayStation 2 game,
2: right? Like... Yeah, it was like one of the first ones, yeah. Oh. It was the, it's so good, and so it was this, the guy who ended up creating Devil May Cry mm-hmm. made that game, and so I guess there was a bug in Onimusha where the characters would fly into the air, <laughs> and... uh the bug was so prevalent but so fun but didn't make sense for oni since it was like a realistic samurai game <laughs> well, so he like took that bro- okay. uh uh-huh. yeah he took that bug and he made he made devil may cry out of that bug That's <laughs> the funny. entire game devil may cry came out of a an error oh. i just love it the, you know the the uh, uh, chocolate chip cookies that was also a mistake too that was a, that was not real what i mean it was real but what are you oh. like the whole chocolate chip cookies Oh, Tollhouse cookies—it was—it was a mistake. They made a mistake with the recipe, and uh, they came out delicious. Wow! And then it became everyone's favorite cookie. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's when you said chocolate chip cookies, because uh, whenever you guys talk about PS2 games, I'm like totally lost. That oh, was not a system cookies. I participated in. And then you're like, yeah. and also the classic PS2 game, chocolate chip cookies. Oh
0: my god, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate chip! Um, um, it was so good. I, I will yeah. Say so Alex, you came over last week. Yes, you brought your Xbox controller. We played games together. Since yes. then, my controller has not worked on my my fucking computer. Oh, is that right? It's so I had to play this with uh, mouse and keyboard. I tried to like. Oh, oh well, that's, you have to get
1: Xbox does this fucking thing. I don't know why they do it, but you have to get this like fucking little thing, like a little stick that it makes it work. It
0: used to work. It used to work. The Bluetooth would hook up, but now my Bluetooth is like nah. He nah. got
1: a whiff. It was like, "Oh yeah, you're a stick boy, huh?"
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gave my computer viruses.
1: It's not. Yeah, I accessed. I went to some dark websites.
0: I'm sorry. I, all right, that's my last. I won't. I I ragged on you for for bailing. There's my the
1: cranky film. Gen X friend at it again. <laughs> oh man, he's listening to Smashing Pumpkins playing. Uh <laughs> they bleed pixels getting all angry that his uh, his controller doesn't work anymore. Oh my yeah, that's God. frustrating, dude. I'm sorry. This cause no, that, this is if, this I is a game you pretty much have to play. Yeah. yeah, you have to play with the controller. I can't imagine not doing with it without a controller.
0: I mean they did okay, but yeah. it I it was definitely a lot of being like, Oh, thought that was jump. <laughs> Wasn't <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we can we talk about just how cool like the world is in this game? Like yeah. I I I don't know, like the sort of I've never. I don't think I've ever seen like cute Lovecraft. <laughs> it's very <laughs> the style is, is awesome. Lovecraft. Yeah, it's really it's it's interesting and like just like all of the cinematics, like the art itself is is beautiful. Look, it's such a pleasant, despite being you know gory and bloody and and scary at times. Like it's a, it's a pleasant like world to be in. I was I was uh, pleasant. I was I was just surprised by this game across the board. So this game um, came out in 2012.
1: Oh, no shit. Which
2: is Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's Whoa. why
1: I well, like the way it was described on the um, website on itch was made me feel like, oh, this is like an older like game. Which 2012 is like, that's like the peak of like the initial indie like yeah. Xbox arcade, you know, right. like revolution, right? Like Braid and right. fucking uh, Super Meat Boy and all that stuff. Yeah, Is that earlier or later?
2: The what Super you... Meat Boy, gosh, man, it's so weird to like... But I think that that was all a little bit earlier. I think that was like yeah. 2009 around there. Yeah, 2009. Wow. But still, I mean, it's still early. Yeah. You know, like compared to all of this stuff. I don't know. It's funny. I just thought it was a much more recent sort of itch.io game. I didn't really look into the, the background of this one. Uh,
1: but w- you... Wander around like a sort of like a highly uh, kinetic and uh, atmospheric uh, world. Combo in these little zombie dudes into oblivion. Um, and it's very easy to die. You die often. Uh, uh, the Checkpoint. I love this checkpoint
0: mechanic. Yeah.
1: Dude, it's a cool system. It's, yeah. You
0: just sort of you. you load up once you get like enough powers. If you stand still, you create a checkpoint. And it it's such a fun, clever tension of like, you know, like it's said up top, right? Choosing whether or not you're gonna place this this checkpoint, right? You, ah, ah, it's, it's cool. It's such a cool what a great mechanic. I, I was playing it and was just like, this is awesome. This is so innovative. It's and, and it makes for it's not just innovation for the sake of innovation, it has actual effect on the gameplay and how you choose to move through this world and then you know kind of does whereas like in celeste it's like the the beginning of each level is sort of chosen for you in this right you kind of choose what the beginning of each level is going to be because you know you're going to die soon <laughs> like you know that you're going to fuck up accidentally press z instead of x and not jump and you're going to fall <laughs> into oblivion uh, <laughs> But yeah, that, but, but it's so fluid and it moves, it like immediately jumps you right back into where you just were. You feel so good when you've like placed a checkpoint and immediately die. You're like, yep, I was smart. That was very cool. right." Was I mean, yeah, the
2: checkpoint. choosing, the choosing the checkpoint thing is, is, I mean, I found myself not forgetting to do it for long periods of time, <laughs> you know, and like, but, but it's it, that's on me, you know, it's just something that you have to sort of like, incorporate into your own rhythm mm-hmm. with the game. Um yeah, I <clears throat> what was I going to say? I I feel like all the mechanics in this game are very yeah, I don't know. Like I I just I just I like this game a lot. I I think uh it's on Switch and I feel like oh, Switch is kind of the perfect way to play this <laughs> oh, game. Oh yeah, that would be a really you fun could, way to play it. Because it's like very like pick up and, you know, you get kind of stuck and you die, but I don't know. I feel like if I could just put my Switch down and go do something and come back to it, it's kind of the perfect perfect way. It's a very handheld-feeling game. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of, like, I think platformers are something, Eric, you talked about on the podcast where it's like, to like a platformer right now, it's got to do something kind of special. And this definitely does yeah. something special. Absolutely. Uh, even if it did come out fucking 10 years ago, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, so, final thoughts. I'm a big-time play on this one. This one? This game's freaking... Cool, like it's uh if you've never played it before and you love platformers, uh, you should definitely check it out. I'd love the idea of someone out there listening to it being like, "Yeah, w- I've played it, asshole." This was a
2: <laughs>
0: real
1: fucking <about> <laughs> decade ago, yeah, exactly, yeah. But for me, it was an unexpected gem to, to sort of uncover in here. It's it's a cool game, and I'm excited to play more of
2: it. uh Why don't we go to Matt? Yeah. I'm a hundred percent play on this game. I mean, I, I feel like I want to actually finish it. I'm curious to see, you know, how it evolves and progresses. Like I'm getting a better sense for all of the, the different mechanics and the, the, like the double jumping and the sliding. And, you know, it just, it, it feels so good to play. And the challenges just keep kind of like ramping up and it keeps just kind of getting harder and harder. And there are more spikes everywhere. And, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how uh, crazy it gets. So, yeah, it, for a game like in the vein of Super Meat Boy or Celeste, uh, one of these difficult challenge uh, platformers with. Uh, but this one has this, like, really fun combat mechanic in there that makes every encounter feel kind of like a cool little dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is a great game. Play yeah. it. Play.
0: Yeah, I'm also a play. It's a triple play!
2: Big-time play.
0: It's fun. It's juiced. You want to be in it. You want to be running around. You want to be doing... You want to be getting better at it. And uh, there's some legit innovations in game design. Uh, it's ten. It's a game that is 10 years old. And... Um,
1: not enough legitimate innovations from 10 years ago <laughs> yeah
0: well like not enough people are ripping off this uh this cool um checkpoint mechanic that they have uh introduced in it um so you know you can do that you can steal from this game if you want uh what a what a very fun what a very fun little game love it
2: awesome well well uh, you know i'll oh, go ahead matt I just wanna like I, I didn't want to talk about this during our our sort of overview slash review of the game, but what do you guys think about like it's a little cheeky putting uh, of the reference to video games in the title, right? Like don't you like doesn't don't you feel it kind of cheapens the experience a little bit to yeah. talk about them bleeding pixels instead of because that doesn't play into yeah, the story. Yeah, I, I,
1: I think the name's kind of stupid, to be totally honest. Yeah, they that bleed was just pixels my first <laughs> It's like know, about the like, demon uh, schoolgirl. It's like, how about demon schoolgirl kill? That sounds better.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, like it's, I it's something about, they bleed pixels. But now that you say it come, came out in 2012, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I feel like pixel games were like still a novel right. thing at the time. To and like, and like you know you
0: needed to be you needed to be like I'm making a video. I think we're we're we've gone past the like meta. I want video games that are just like modernist and not postmodernist anymore. Like I want a modernist, like well-designed video game experience, and not like a like. Isn't it funny that you're playing a video game?
1: <laughs> like, we have moved pixels, but we are using this technology.
0: <laughs> like Daniel Mullins is just fucking like he's he's cornered the market. There, it's not gonna get better than than his games. Don't try. Just try to make a like a good video
2: game. Yeah, don't try. Only you. Ten years ago. <laughs> I thought we could go back and tell them that.
1: Hey man, we're gonna play your game in a podcast in uh, 2022 and just so you know, the name's not gonna age well.
2: We're <laughs> ripping on that
1: name. Wait, I would love to hear. So mine's Demon's Demon Schoolgirl Kill. What are your both what are both your pitches for the best for a new name for this game?
0: Um fighting Celeste.
1: Okay. A little okay. Very. A little
2: too very modern. meta. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, mine would be uh, uh, bl- blood up- blood uppercut, girl. Blood uppercut, girl. <laughs> okay. It turns, it, out, girl, uppercut girl. it turns out you can't get better than baby. <laughs>
0: bleed pixels too <laughs> yeah
1: we'd like to apologize to the creators as they bleed pixels we uh, you're we were wrong and we want we need to apologize bleed 2 about, is a uh... game that
0: seems very similar to this game do you remember bleed
1: yeah bleed definitely 2? that uh, more of the that's like more of the Mega Man of it all yeah compared to like this which is like you know the this, this that one felt like the the spaces were much smaller mm-hmm. and more confined that you could move in the screen was smaller yeah but uh, also a very, very sort of fun, frantic kind of game. Mm -hmm. Um, Next game was Eric's choice for this week. Uh, (laughs) This game is fucking wild. (laughs) It's this Backbone by Raw Fury. uh, Atmospheric, mystery, detective, pixel art, point and click, uh, story-rich puzzle game. Uh, Backbone is a post-noir narrative. Become a raccoon private eye. Become raccoon private eye, Howard Lodor. And explore dystopian Vancouver inhabited by animals as you uncover a deeply personal story of change and transformation. Backbone is inspired by film noir, weird sci-fi, post-Soviet aesthetics, modern political regimes, the works of Lynch and Kaufman, and existential philosophy of Sartre. Wow! It's a oh, linear, <laughs> linear cinematic narrative experience that subverts genre and challenges your perception of what it means to be a person.
0: By so this is like, uh, are they Do you think uh, Andy absolutely. Kaufman yeah, or is Charlie Kaufman? Which cough? Those are really good questions. Um,
1: uh, hey, don't have a cough, man.
0: I, I've been uh, I've been on a little bit of a, a noir <laughs> a noir kick, and um, they're doing genre fucking right in this game.
1: Yeah, uh, this game sh- is. Yes. Moody.
0: Moody vibes. Pure vibes. I was sitting there and I was just like, this is pure vibes. I loved it. I was having a blast. I I only beat the first chapter.
1: Um cool. So you made it you made it into the bite and like behind the scenes and yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
0: so that's as far as I got. And it got uh it it took a turn that I was not expecting. I was expecting it to be on this like very kind of like, you know uh surface level kind of noir but still you know like there's there's implications that it's like you know there's darkness underneath but i thought it was gonna stay pretty uh i think because they're animals and stuff i thought it was gonna stay pretty uh sanitary but uh there is violent murder in this game and oh yeah and uh did you guys ever play la noir the
1: I never game. did, but I'm always curious. I've always been curious. Yes, uh,
0: I, I
2: have
1: played it. <laughs>
0: that game, you're like it starts out pretty it's like LA confidential but a video game. Just it's like, oh okay, it's murders, you're like a detective, and then like suddenly there's there's like naked severed bodies and stuff like that that you're like investigating. And that was the point where I was like, actually I think this game is fucked up.
2: Uh <laughs> Well, that's the thing about LA, baby. It's got a dark, seedy underbelly. I know it looks all glitz and glamour on the top, Mm -hmm. on the surface. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, but oh man, underneath it's just all severed bodies. Yeah, lipstick city, baby. What'd you guys think? (laughs) City at night, city at night. Well, (laughs) this is Vancouver, though, so it's not about LA. Just so you guys know, Vancouver. I don't don't... the LA of the of Canada, (laughs) Canadian LA. Oh yeah.
0: What did you guys think about yeah, that?
1: Yeah, I um, I, it's I thought this gorgeous. game it's is gorgeous. one of the best-looking games ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we talk about pixel art, like, I, I mean, my computer is it's, – it's a fine computer, but it was, like, chugging, like, rendering some of these pixel mm. arts at some point, these sort of wonderful – I don't know that you're in an office for the first thing and it's very small. And then you suddenly leave to go into like the neighborhood. And when you're walking around the neighborhood, it's just like every single nook and cranny has an interesting little detail in it. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. It's like every, everything, it feels like a playable pixel painting. Yeah. Just like, as you're walking around and like looking at everything and
2: you just like soak it in, like it's a feast it's for your eyes. Beautiful. Great. Gorgeous. I mean, yeah, like the animation and, you know, I, I, I think, like, here's my kind of my, my sense of the game is that it's this they, when, when they made it, they had this like amazing process for creating these almost like hand drawn feeling sprites and environments and like the layers, like the, it's like a two and a half D almost, like everything's yeah. layered. Yeah. Um, and I feel like on first blush, I'm like so impressed by this game. But for a game that's so like story driven, the writing is like a little hard for me to get past. I don't well, I, know if you guys experienced that. I that. actually
0: I really like it. Know. I've been reading um I've been reading I've never read Raymond Chandler before, so I've been reading a Raymond Chandler. I'm on a, a little yeah, I'm on a noir kick
1: yeah you're this is you said backbone before i had even like finished saying like hey maybe we should pick it i was just sort of
0: like scrolling through and i was like yeah let's let's give this one a shot because it can you know like you know people have been doing like noir takes for a mm. century oh so yeah you're like i don't know is this gonna be like what version of noir take is this gonna be is it gonna be a little silly and there are some silly elements like monkey butt is the like you know the weed drug that's out there. I was impressed. That's the stuff that I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So
2: yeah. They're... Like it's those little things, those little touches, like, because it's it actually captures the noir tone really well. And yeah. then it pulls me right out of it by like talking about poopy butts and monkeys and things like that. It's yeah. Like, okay. I can't figure out where where it's coming from. What I with... mean, yeah, I agree that like the, the it feels boiled. You know, it feels boiled. Mm-hmm. Heart boiled. Yeah. Is that what they say? Yeah. Heart boiled. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it it, uh, it, it definitely feels it feels hard boiled. I played games for two weeks, my <laughs> hands were bleeding. Um, but yeah, no, I. Uh, how, so you got first past the first chapter,
0: Alex? As you said, I didn't. I just I beat the first chapter and that was it.
1: Okay, I okay. I got about. I, I'm at the part of the first chapter spoiler right now where you're sort of like ducking behind. Uh, in the kitchen trying to figure that part out
0: oh okay yeah okay
2: this is like a good cool well, i love that, that too. The, the stealth stuff's yeah. cool yeah okay. yeah i am um, i would i'm gonna say there there's a uh, maybe i mean this won't spoil anything but there's a big turn later on in the game <laughs> how far is, into the game um, do you get i got like i played for maybe like an hour and a half i don't know which chapter i'm on mm. but uh it gets uh I, I don't I don't even really want to say anything. It's worth experiencing, but I I, I don't know how I necessarily feel about the, the choice Ooh. on their part. Oh my god. Um, Do they sort of
1: reflect it back to you and like suddenly it's you playing the game and they're looking at you. You're looking at a picture of yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a picture of you as a boy. And you're <laughs> oh, watching wow. yourself and it's very I mean, it's I don't know how they got those those photographs. It's very bizarre. Um, no, I, I, I yeah. I I don't really know how to suggest anything with the I say, say out- I say spoilers ahead. Well, I, I feel like you should say so basically it turns out that everything that's going on. Okay, spoilers ahead. Turns out everything that's going on is is actually it's it's aliens, baby.
1: Whoa. It's, it's aliens.
2: Aliens? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. And so that's <laughs> I kind of got to that turn and was like kind of had to put it away. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it's not maybe you know what's it, it funny is that back. actually makes me yeah. like the game a lot more now I want to you <laughs> really? know what I mean
1: like yeah
2: that well, John, like, right okay it's it's interesting though It's see, see it like it kind of takes away from the noir aspect it kind of just becomes you know like all like the uh what is it the, like the cannibalism stuff in the beginning uh-huh. do you guys get to that
1: well yeah no, you know no, like no, it's uh,
2: uh, yeah, oh sorry <laughs> It's I super <laughs> interested in that, and so like I just Sorry, ended, I, I feel like it, <laughs> All right, final oh thoughts. Man. Final. Thoughts. I'm,
1: I'm a play. I'm excited to dip back into a little more at Twist. Matt talked about has got me very intrigued, and I'm excited. Yeah, check it
2: out. I'm excited to talk to you
1: about that once you get
2: there.
0: I all right. Um, why? I is there a reason why this game is difficult to download? Did they take it like huh? off the, 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 I don't think you can get online? it on itch
1: anymore right now. They might've just put it on itch so that you, they could participate in the bundle. Oh, right got the- it. And then maybe
0: have things on steam. Yeah, I see. Cool. Okay. But you can get it on steam easily. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm also a play. I think it's cool. I, I think that at least, you know, in the first chapter I was impressed by the meanness that you're allowed to do, and the dialogue trees seem very full, and uh, this, and not in a uh, excessive way, because you can kind of uh, circumnavigate them if you if you want to. But it seems like there are multiple paths to get you to where you need to go in this game, and um, you're allowed to make choices that affect how you get to those paths. And I think that that's uh very cool and very fun. And so I think between that and the dialogue, you know, with, with the exception of like monkey, butt, and you know, these, these kind of like, <laughs> you know, uh, blue humor, little like tidbits that probably yeah. don't necessarily, you know, maybe they don't belong. Maybe they do. Um, I think that, yeah, the the visuals are so impressive and the writing in this world is um, very well-placed and uh, it's cool. It was a very cool, immersive experience. I want to keep playing more of this.
2: Oh yeah. Matt? All right. yes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a total play, too. I mean, check it out. It's a triple play! I don't get the sense that it's a super long game, but it's a nice little story that like you can tell the people who made this game really love sort of their inspirations and they wear them on their sleeves and they did a beautiful job of paying homage to them. So yeah, check this game out.
1: Yay. We come to our final game. This was Matt's pick. It's Baba is you, baby. by A 2d puzzle experimental uh, game. That's it. Baba is You is an award-winning yep. puzzle game where you can change rules by which you play. In every level, the rules themselves are present as blocks you can interact with. By manipulating them, you can change how the level works and cause surprising, unexpected interactions. With some simple block pushing, you can turn yourself into a rock, turn patches of grass into dangerously hot obstacles, and even change the goal you need to reach to something entirely different. Okay, you heard about this game. You know about it. If you're listening to this podcast, you're deep enough down the indie rabbit hole that... Like one of the biggest hits to emerge out of the space in the last 10 years <laughs> uh, since they bleed pixels is something you're aware of. And guess what? Everything they say about this game is fucking true. This it's game rules. Oh, yeah.
0: oh. I remember. Yeah, I remember my buddy Dan sent me a like a preview for this game you know, five years ago or something like that, four or five years ago. And I was like, <gasps> and I just haven't played it until this week. <laughs> but I've been so excited about the prospect of playing this game because I'm uh, like enchanted by the idea of a game where um, the rules are manipulated. I In in high school, I read this uh, essay by this dude, Douglas Hofstander, who wrote the book uh, Godel Escher. Bach, but he wrote about this game called Gnomic, which is a game that I don't know that anyone. Well, people have played it, but it's it's based off of uh, our like structure of lawmaking, and it's and that's all the rules of the game are there, and so the game is about manipulating the rules and and voting on rules until you can finally win or cause a um, oh cool like a loophole, and so people will play this like online in massive ways. Um, but I, am so, uh, I'm so tickled and enchanted by, um, by rules as being the core mechanic, right? And, and the manipulation of rules as being the core mechanic. And I've been so like tickled by this and then played it was playing it. And I found it so hard. like there's like easy there you know it starts out easy but it gets hard very quickly and i was like oh man uh like it's so it becomes difficult in a way that i was like i'm so enchanted i wanna i this is this is a week where every game was so fucking fun
2: and so yeah
0: and i didn't get to play hardly as much of any of them as i would have liked Uh, yeah
2: i um I highly recommend downloading this game on your phone. I just went for it; it's like six bucks, and uh, whenever I had like a spare moment, I was just picking it up. I and yeah, because I got so stuck so fast in this game, yeah. like, um, and so, but was what was what's so satisfying, and the reason I haven't even looked up any solutions yet. When you take some time away from it and come back, you start to notice like a new way you can push a block or mm-hmm. a new way you could sort of establish uh the the series of rules and the game just like opens up in this in this way you know it, it opens up towards the solution and I don't know I am like totally in love with this game and I totally get why people are saying it was the best game of 2019 whatever year it came out it is um so simple but so clever like The fact that like all of these elements can change and they keep adding new um variables and rules like as the game goes on but you do start to understand uh, in like logic language as well like i know they include i know and Mm -hmm. comes in at a certain point and like it's um i don't know i just and it looks super cool it looks like a cool old like atari game almost just like really bare bones and like cool animation and yeah, uh, I it deserves all of the acclaim it, it received for sure.
1: It's really charming and really cool and really, really innovative. I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about this game. I only played a little bit at the beginning. <laughs> but, like, it, it's just one of those things you, you have to kind of just, like, pick up the experience to get your brain just kind of shifted around a little bit.
2: Yeah. I, I feel like, I, you know, very rarely do I play games on my phone because I just don't – I don't know. They're, they're – I don't prefer the experience. I prefer like kind of making my, like as having a place to play my games and like, like settling into something and it not being a part of an experience that is so practical. Otherwise, you know. Mm. Did you um, did they give you like a little joystick or something? So it's just like screen controls. Yeah, like okay. you know, you just kind of slide left and right, and you hold it to have them dash. But I gotta mm. say, like I, it was like the perfect. Way to play a game like this, like mm-hmm. I like whenever I have like a little spare moment when I know I'm gonna be waiting in line for a few minutes, I'll just pick it up and kind of mess around and like because you know it's funny you talk about Gogol, Escher, Bach mm-hmm. because it's kind of like the same. You know, like reading through. The, have you read that book? Did you read through that? No, but I, you know, I I get the general sense of like beauty. But it remind it reminds me of that. Like it's where that book will present you with this like logic puzzle Mm -hmm. and you read through it and you sit there, but then like, you kind of just think about it throughout your day. (laughs) You're like, you're, you're wondering, you're like, you're mulling over the, you know, the, the possible solutions or the, or like ways you might be able to solve this thing. And then you'll return to it and all of that work you've been doing behind the scenes, not in the, in the, in the experience of the puzzle or the game War, it did something. Yeah. It like helped you unlock. I don't know. And that is such a like a a particular muscle to 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 work out. To, and you know, like, and I feel like I haven't been playing puzzle games like quite like this. Like I've been playing so many puzzle games that are like twitching and fast, and like mm. not games where you're just thinking about um, something so procedural. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I totally love this game. I'm like, I'm swooning.
1: Right
2: <laughs> He's actually swooning, folks. <laughs> you would never, be, you wouldn't
1: believe it, but he's a he's a swooner right now. McCrooney Swoony, George. Clooney. I mean, let's get into, let's get into final thoughts because, yeah. like, this is. I mean, this is great. I'm excited to keep on playing some more. I didn't play enough to uh, have any opinion shy of just like, yeah, this is fucking cool. You should pick it up. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna say. It's a it's a it's a play for me.
0: Yep, same here. Play for me. It's cool. You should pick it up. It's it's everything that I wanted it to be. It's so much harder than I expect. I knew that it was going to be difficult, but yeah, it's so fucking brain-twisty. Uh, I love it. You can make your, you can make, you can turn yourself into a rock. You die. I, there's also like an existential element to it, where it's if you shift everything so that you have no like place in this game world, you just sort of like cease to exist in a way that has like. You know, it's not there's nothing about this game that has like where the stakes are high, necessarily, but you do feel like you've blinked yourself out of existence in a way that is existentially dreadful. Uh,
2: oh man, so delightful. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much when you accidentally push Baba away from you when nothing is you, yeah, it's 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 uh, it, there's something very sad. you can't control the game anymore. And so yeah. like, you have to wait for the game to. To be like, uh, recognize no, that and no, then no. give you the option to restart. Yeah. It's so good. I love this. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm an absolute play as well. It's a triple play! Um, it is one of, and I mean, I'm just very hyperbolic whenever I get on this podcast, but it is uh, one of the best games I've ever played. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, absolute play. You guys, that is three triple plays triple in one triple episode. Triple plays, baby. triple, quad, triple.
1: The, the, the triple triple well what do you expect we picked three of the best games potentially in the bundle
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right gotta give it. ourselves something all yeah right, we guys. do uh
1: we don't have anything to plug
0: keep on listening to bundle buddies yeah you gotta keep listening to bundle buddies
1: Eric's gonna go. we Eric and I are gonna go be hungover somewhere. I think Matt's about to have a lovely Mother's Day. I'm
0: probably gonna
2: play. I game. am. I have so much. Eight hours I have to, to create friends. a frittata and a salad.
1: Oh man, frittata oh, and a salad. Oh, I'm making.
2: Minutes. I'm. I have a wreck. Everyone go watch
1: Julia on HBO Max, and I'm gonna go make a van or vin for uh, lunch today. Not lunch, but uh, supper.
2: Oh, I have a wreck too. Uh, yeah. Our flag means death. I am like obsessed All with this HBO show, Max, you guys. Yeah. So great. good. Join HBO. Us. Check it out. HBO. Buddy, <laughs> you guys gotta check. Take... I, I saw dude. I watched
0: uh Desperately Seeking Susan for the first time. Good good movie. Rent it.
1: It's great.
2: That that's a great movie. <laughs> I, I don't make them look like them like that. Who's talking too. <laughs> it's true. Look who's talking to is a bad movie. Don't watch it. Don't <laughs> don't don't pay six dollars to rent it when you're a little drunk on a Sunday <laughs> off of YouTube because it's one of the worst it's a demonic movie. It's terrible. All right, All right folks, you hear here first. Uh, do watch
1: our flag means death. Do watch uh, Julia. Do watch Socially Seeking Susan <laughs> and do not watch it <laughs> look look who's talking to <laughs> That was a great podcast, Alex. I think we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, Our guest next week is Brooke Wright. She's a Chicago comedian, designer, uh, director, and writer for Jackbox Games. And she's also a frequent guest on the podcast, Welcome to the Magic Tavern, where she plays Flower. So you might have heard her on there. She's very funny. We used to do an improv show together in Chicago. Mm. Um, I wonder if we'll talk about it. We'll see. Uh, The games we're playing are Stop Hat from the Race, Justice, and Equality Bundle by Problematicar, a difficult 2D, arcade, pixel art, retro, short, single-player, weird, uh, game jam game. Uh, Julia Among the Stars, or should I say G-U-L-I-A Among the Stars, from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle, from CBS Software. Uh, Mystery, adventure, point-and-click, sci-fi, space, astrobiology game. Cool. Cool. And Respite, or Respite, excuse me, Respite. The Respite's not a word. Respite 2.0. From the restless inequality bundle. Wow, it's the old school we're we're, we're back in the wristless inequality bundle. Uh from that's Modus fun. Interactive, a atmospheric, experimental, relaxing, retro, short, surreal, Y2K weird game. <laughs> um these are these all sound fun. Uh that's it. I Check like it. Out I, like it. I like
0: it. I like it too. I, I like, like you. Hey, hey, thanks.
1: Hey, I like you. Hey. I like you a lot hey thanks dude thanks for your liking uh speaking of likes like and subscribe to us on apple podcasts and leave mm-hmm. us a review there or anywhere really yeah and you can track us down on the web at bundle underscore buddies on twitter or www.bundlebuddies.com or bundlebuddiespodcast.com Whoa! Whoa. hey, hey. oh hey i like that hey that sounds cool <laughs> i love you eric
0: <laughs> love you too alex Bundle Buddies produced by Matthew Haddock. Our theme song is "Neo Shiki" by Roll Music. Evo Bundle Buddies podcast at gmail dot com to say hi.
1: Gmail dot com. <laughs>